0: Wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden, and this is The Leader.
2: <laughs> A whole
1: shift's worth of time. That's long some ambulance crews report being stacked outside hospitals for as the NHS waiting times crisis deepens. Delays hit record highs and 5.8 million people across England await their treatment starting. How has it come to this? We're joined by Colin Porter, National Officer for Unison, who's responsible for 20,000 paramedics, ambulance technicians and emergency care assistants. Colin, what's the reaction from your members to these latest figures?
2: Unfortunately, Mark, it's something that, you know, we, we were expecting. I think the demand that's on the ambulance services um, has been coming really since the the end of the, the last lockdown, even during the summer, which, you know, will be traditionally a quieter time for ambulance services, At that stage, we were kind of uh, getting reports from staff that they were experiencing levels of demand that would be in line with, you know, winter pressures, even at that stage during the summer months, which is like a a traditionally quiet time.
1: Just how bad is it on the front line? Well, we
2: were kind of in the the, the really unfortunate position that every single one of the ambulance services um, across the UK are now in REAP 4. Uh, and that, that is the uh, measurement by which there is demand on the service. And 4 been been the highest. So that it's a case that we, we've actually never been in a position before where all of the services have been experiencing this level of demand simultaneously. Demand was kind of through the roof in the summer. And that was kind of you know, the reports we were getting from um, ambulance staff was that, you know, they were just, you know, clocking on, getting into their ambulances and just going from call to call to call over a 12 hour shift. And I think what's going to happen now is that we've seen a shift in the, the kind of demand that's going to been placed on them. So, again, calls in the likes of the the EOC, so so the uh, control rooms where people phone 999 to, you know, we're seeing calls getting stacked and stacked and stacked because there's simply not enough resource to get ambulances to these calls. Uh, And where the kind of the, the, the bottleneck is occurring is that we have all these queues outside of hospitals. So, you know, ambulance staff, you know, our paramedics, technicians, uh, emergency care assistants, um, they simply can't get their patients from the back of an ambulance into A&E departments.
1: I imagine spending all those hours stacked outside A&E with a critically ill patient is hugely stressful for all involved.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, th- there is that issue that you have, you know, pe- people are phoning 999, nine they're, nine. they're in a in a situation where they need that kind of level of care that, the, but you know, measured by the fact that they've actually been brought to, to A&E to receive that care. And it's exactly what you're saying there. Um, you know, ambulance staff are, ended up kind of caring for those patients in the back of ambulances. Some, sometimes, you know, we have had some examples coming in from, you know, crews arriving at a hospital in the morning with, with their first patient and they're there for their entire shift and they finish late as well. So, you know, th- there have been examples of people just waiting there for the entirety of their shift. And, you know, if, if you're a patient in-, in a poorly state, that's very distressing for you. And ambulance staff are doing a- an absolutely amazing job to try and manage that situation and pro- and give the best possible care they can as these Ambulances; these ambulance resources are no longer available. We have, you know, staff who are working in these control rooms under immense pressure as well, because they're still receiving more and more calls. They're having to stack calls. They're having to have difficult conversations with people who are, in in some cases, desperate to receive an ambulance. What are the risk levels going into winter? The government kind of really does need to kind of act and try and get more resources into A and E to to allow people to um, to access the care that that they need winter is on its way it hasn't quite arrived but you know the level of demand that's on all nhs services at the minute are at winter levels so you know, if you kind of look at it from that kind of perspective, it's not going to take a whole lot to kind of tip it over over the edge, really. Some action does need to be taken to try and, you know, improve that flow through hospitals.
1: And finally, how would you say paramedics' jobs have changed
2: since the emergence of COVID? It's just like kind of everything's going to change for them. Um, it, it's it's almost hard to to remember what, you know, life for these people were, were like before COVID. Um, I mean, I mean, from the outset, their perception of being safe going to work has diminished in some ways. I mean, we saw it from the whole PPE fiasco from from the outset that ambulance staff were kind of going in to see, you know, COVID patients. They didn't have the uh, the correct PPE, putting themselves in, in, in harm's way. So from that kind of perspective, I think it's kind of changed as well. Just the constant demand. I mean... As I kind of said, like demand on the ambulance service for a number of years has been through the roof. Um, but it's kind of gone to a whole new level. Put in, in the height of the, the the COVID crisis, you know, it was just simply um, ambulance staff going from COVID patient to COVID patient to COVID patient, who were in you know very kind of poor uh, condition. It's it's changed fundamentally, really.
1: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back tomorrow at 4 pm.
0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title